morning beautiful people welcome back to my show this is broken and beautiful with yours truly miss kyoko thank you so much for your support thank you so much for the new subscribers karibu sana thank you for them all these but the goodies guys your support is overwhelming thank you for sharing my content and guys we are growing we are at episode 10 oh my with just over 350 plays wow thank you so much for the love guys i'm super duper grateful and um we've been doing a new series called young adulting where we are going to discuss that scary transition from being a child to adulthood and what has the experience been we i got some good friends that are going to be sharing their experiences they're going to give you lessons they've learned over the years and guys if you've not checked out the new um the previous show rather on finance oh my goodness grace represented you should check it out there is a dialect uh, dialect <laughs> direct link on my bio <laughs> uh on instagram at milan underscore elegance guys please check it out you'll be it is overwhelming guys so so guys today's topic is going to be about self-esteem well um what has your journey been with your self-esteem in regards to different things that you've been going through well today we got a special guest called georgina georgina was so kind enough to share her story on self-esteem and the support she got from her amazing family so guys please usibanduke let's stay tuned hear what georgina has to say and um i hope you'll be blessed right my name is georgina and I have to admit how great, excited, humbled I feel to be a part of this podcast. Thanks to Mary. I'm definitely starting with a disclaimer. <laughs> I believe opinions are relative, uh, guided by experience, what you've been taught, what you have believed you know, religious beliefs and the like and every other thing that supposedly informs that. I find it important to mention that I'm currently in a room (laughs) gazing outside the window trying to put these words all together. But anyway, moving on. (laughs) If I was to stand at a jury in God's presence or so I envision uh, the whole scenario in my head I'd confidently state how good perfectly imperfect I, I think my my parents did with their parenting with me and of course with uh, the rest of my siblings I can't even get myself to count how many times I'd have nightmares back then. And for the most apparent reason, I got 2006 ingrained in my head. That's a story for another day. Well, moving on, my mom, my mom never missed a night 
not when I'd wake up crying because of the nightmares. They were pretty intense for a seven-year-old me. I mean, I still think so, even right now. Because, well, I still remember them. Yeah, or when I needed to go to the toilet. You know, I actually couldn't walk in the corridor, like in a dark corridor in the middle of the night. Like in my head, I had all this, what if uh, there are monsters here, there. I mean, it was just scary. But I remember something that uh, I read that we are actually only born with two fears and all these other fears that we we have are simply learned well possibly there's so much truth in that but well i'm definitely not focusing on that right now <laughs> right so when i look back i think i was quite a needy kid right so the many times that my dad made me feel important, I feel that is uh, essential for me to also mention that now that I decided to focus on a little bit of parenting on my side and um, a glimpse of how I grew up. So my dad really invested that aspect in me for as long as I can remember. Uh, I'm not sure whether this is the best way to put it, but I'd say he fed into my self-esteem. <laughs> he really did. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I, I think that was before, uh, sometime before 2006, I was quite a bully. <laughs> Very hard to believe that I was a bully. Yeah, I mean, even when I remember, I, I, I just cannot imagine. So from being a bully to being and to feeling inadequate. And uh, there's my dad trying to make me feel important and all that. But you must admit that at some point in my life, I actually felt inadequate. My esteem was quite low. And that was, that was back in 2007 and 8. We had recently moved to a new place. And the, the whole environment was all different. And I saw myself changing, right? So so when we'd walk home from school, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to call her a narcissist because possibly she wasn't or probably she was, but then she made me feel inadequate or rather I allowed her to make me feel that way. Because how do you walk to school these are 10 year olds and then one of you has this crazy idea of applying mud can you believe that mud as lipstick i remember how it felt back then it felt 
intimidating. I didn't want to do it. But then at the same time, I also didn't have the courage to say that I didn't want to do it. I still did it. And, you know, she describes that as beautiful. And I'm like, it's not even beautiful. This is Uchafu. What are you talking about? <laughs> so for the sake of uh, privacy and all that, so I'm definitely not using real names here. I can clearly recall that was back in 2005, yeah? yeah? That was the year 2005, yeah, and some bit of 2006. Uh, so let's give her a name. Uh, say Dina, right? So her name was Dina. Uh, she was a neighbor and uh, she was an amazing girl. But then I guess I was somehow jealous or envious, whichever way you choose to call it. And I found a spot, really, I found a spot really, to troll on her. So what really happened was that I would, I would pick on her. So I'm just going to give a simple story that reminds me of that. And maybe from that, you can actually understand why I say that I was a bully. So I had a birthday and I remember I had invited uh, quite a number of my friends. And there was just uh, the, the small kid-like Googles that were there. And I had every set of Googles for each and every person that was invited well, of course she came because, well, uh, she's the kid next door. Uh, so what really happened was that I wanted to exclude her out of the simple Google wearing plan and all. She was the one to be the odd one out. Funny how I still remember how painful or maybe how good in, a, in some evil kind of way it felt to actually do that uh but then uh, a friend convinced me to you know it's not really fair if we all have google so she will also need to have some so i reluctantly ag agreed to that right so we had googles I, I felt so bad but then by the end of the day i still listened but one thing that I actually didn't know was the fact that she got to tell her mom that I was picking on her. So right before we moved, uh, we went to their place. And I remember it was a Saturday morning, right? And the mom had prepared pancakes. And I can clearly remember that the pancakes had some lemon flavor in them and they were very sweet they were really sweet to eat and that's when the mom mentions that hey you should stop uh picking on 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 dinner and i was okay 
and I listened and I agreed, but then it was too late since we moved. Well, fast forward uh, some three, four years later, uh, my dad had some 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 things to to be done uh, back in in our first uh, place uh, town of residence, and we got to visit them and say hi. I had changed. She had changed. We we all had experienced our own versions of changes. So I'd say that is definitely the first story, or rather the, the, the first experience that uh, pinpoints me as a bully. Well, um, well, I have to mention, I find it important to mention that my dad, or rather uh, the relationship that I had with my dad, really had nothing to do with me being a bully as a kid. I mean, I view both of those as two very much independent occurrences in my life. So here goes another story. Uh, 207, 207, 2007. <sighs> wow. So still in school, primary school. Remember, it's a new environment, uh, new changes, new people. Back then, I liked teaching. <laughs> I liked teaching. And, well, my brother was in primary school, yeah? So I'd wait for him so that we could go home together. And as... I did that. We'd kind of play, quote and quote, uh, with these other uh, friends. So in one of those, um, in one of those playing environments and things like that. So I pretend that I'm a teacher, and apparently, <laughs> you know, I'm just there pinching some kids' cheeks and all. And the next thing I know, tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reported to their teacher, right? And, and, and you know, to make the story worse, the, uh, the, uh, this girl was a class behind me. So, well, my story may have been innocent if I was the one telling the story, but on this other side, I definitely behave and look like a bully. Yeah, so it was not a good experience then. Well, of course, I have to admit that I didn't really understand where I had gone wrong. But then by the end of the day, of course, I had done something wrong. And the girl definitely did not appreciate that. But at the same time, I also felt very sorry, truly sorry for doing that and um well soon after that there's a lot of changes and then there's me cowering uh, into some shell right so uh esteem issues and all that there's this theory about bullies having esteem issues well maybe my story stands as evidence i don't know whether it does but 
there were issues there were definitely esteem issues at that time well right around the same time before this second incident right so this second incident you have to note listeners right <laughs> that that was that was the peak it was the peak of me being a uh, some sort of bully but before then a second occurrence after we had moved was I, I, I don't know why I, I just found it so easy uh, to pick on 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 people who didn't really seem to esteem themselves as as kids well when I think about it if if maybe a fellow kid back then showed some element of um of simply being timid had take advantage because well i also have to mention that this was irregardless of their gender because the second story is definitely about me picking on a guy <laughs> a small boy i honestly don't remember what he did but I remember picking on him, bullying him. Yeah, and that was that was huge. I mean, I'm just remembering all that, and, and I just cannot get myself to actually believe that I did that. Well, bullying is definitely unacceptable, but it's something that I did. It doesn't even seem believable that I did that, but of course I definitely did. So came the ultimate moment, and and then uh, then came me carrying back into some uh, shell and and having to deal with my issues. But that was that. So wow it's been long it's been long i think this is the first time that i'm actually speaking about that <laughs> well as a big girl i've i've learned to respect people more of course uh, thanks to my parents i think they have done a pretty good job with that yeah i'm nothing uh i was then i think i'd say that I mean, I'm still the same, but I know better, right? Maya Angelou says that when you know better, you do better. So that was that was an experience in my childhood that is something I'm definitely not forgetting anytime soon. But I must admit how uh, relaxed and possibly happy and contented I, I feel to actually let that one out all right hello guys that was georgina how was that experience wow girl you touched a part that we didn't know we had thank you so much for showing up and turning it up so guys that was just part one of georgina's journey she's going to tell us more about how her amazing family helped her out 
and where she is at right now so well she's grown up she knows better and girl she is the girl you know <laughs> so thank you so much Georgina for showing up stay tuned for part two it will be sooner than later so thank you so much for your support thank you uh, for the new subscribers keep showing up keep turning up share the content and guys support thank you so much your love is overwhelming until next time well guys um well, you know i love to give my stories and yes in regards to self-esteem for me the most i could say was just i've been brought up in a cocoon where my parents have controlled basically everything i've been doing for most part of my life and because yes most part of my life is just <laughs> childhood <laughs> i'm just starting that process of you know transiting into my adulthood so then again most of my life has been around my school my school life because <laughs> again basically that's most of my life right so my self-esteem has basically been tarnished or have, have or my self-esteem has had its ups and down basically just because of my school so as a as a baby i've been given so much confidence oh my goodness i have god given confidence that one i know that has been my gift but oh my goodness my biggest fear has always been relevant just imagine being confident and nothing but matope is just coming out of your mouth oh my goodness that's bad it's extremely embarrassing so for me um in regards to self-esteem i've tried to remain relevant in my studies because of my big mouth i really want to you know as much as i talk i want my grades to talk and um it's sad that most of the time what came out of my mouth was either book related like literally syllabus related or just childish rubbish coming out of my mouth and i remember i couldn't like make a conversation with my peers my peers oh my goodness god bless them they were ahead like in terms of their thoughts they've been ahead most part of my life so i used to feel bad because i couldn't sit in the same table with them and have a conversation because most of what they were saying was not making sense to me at the time and that really affected me affected my self-esteem because now oh my goodness where do you start right so i moved on to high school and god gave me oh leadership you know i've told you guys i have god given confidence so imagine being confident as a leader but only rubbish is coming out of your mouth oh my god it was bad it was bad i honestly don't know how i did it as a leader but it was bad and this is high school and it's a girls school if you've led girls my people you know uh, these creatures there it's it's a headache so i remember during this prefect meetings i used to be my school captain so during these meetings when you're trying to address the the rest of the leaders and you're telling them do this do that 
Then one of them raises a very important point. And you're like, oh God, why did I not think of that? Or, oh my God, what's happening? Or, oh my God, why was I made to be in this position? Why not her? You, you understand those moments of self-doubt. So basically what I'm trying to say is that I've struggled to to be a leader <laughs> or not a leader or to remain relevant for the longest part of my life. So fast forward to after high school. Oh my goodness. Okay, during high school, I had a friend of mine called Victoria. She she put me on my toes, my God. I thank God for her. She's been my pillar back in school. She still is. And after high school, I met a friend of mine called Job. Job turned my life around. He honestly helped me evolve from that. He made my transition from childhood to adulthood much easier. It was not as bumpy as it's supposed to be. I honestly can be so confident right now that I'll sit amongst a group of people and my friend. I'll talk sense. And I realized confidence does not mean that you should just talk anyhowly. Choose when to talk and watch your audience. Do you understand that? So I finally can just sit, have a meaningful conversation. And if I can't, I learned to shut up. <laughs> How great is that? So that has been my journey. Shout out to Job and Victoria. Thank you so much for always having my back. And, um, well, on to today's guest. Oh, my goodness. I hope I've not grabbed her spotlight. So, um, without further ado, this is Georgina. Please show her some love. <laughs> 